Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Bringing firearms to schools. And some say guns need to be locked up. I'm Nick Ainelli. Classified documents now found at former Vice President Mike Pence's home in Indiana. We'll talk about what it could mean in the investigations of former President Trump and President Biden with Politico's White House Bureau Chief Jonathan Lemire. Just 10 minutes away. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Police in Yakima, Washington, say they don't yet know why a 21-year-old killed three people early this morning at a convenience store. Police Chief Matthew Murray says the suspect appears to have been shooting at random. What we saw on the video and what was described by witnesses, there was no interaction between him and the people. They were just sitting there getting food and got surprised by this person who came in and you know, literally, as he was opening the door, he started shooting these people. Murray says the suspect later shot himself and died. Police in Half Moon Bay, California, are searching for a motive in a shooting involving a lone gunman who they say targeted eight of his co-workers at two agricultural businesses last night, killing seven of them. CBS's Max Darrow. Investigators say 66-year-old Chun-Li Zhao worked at one of the farms and that he used a legally purchased semi-automatic handgun in the incidents. There were no specific indicators that would have led us to believe that he was capable of something like this and he was not uh, known to us. Police tackled and arrested the suspect after he drove himself to the police station. Victims were adults and a mixture of Hispanic and Asian. Only known connection between the victims and the suspect is that they may have been co-workers. The suspect is expected to be arraigned tomorrow. Severe weather slams portions of Texas with an apparent tornado in Mayor Jerry Mouton Jr.'s town of Deer Park, southeast of Houston. He says an assisted living center has been damaged. We have uh, reports of approximately three patients uh, that's been uh, transported to hospital. Four patients have gone with families and the remaining constituents uh, residents are being transported to four other facilities in the region. The weather threat is moving east toward the Florida panhandle. Senators grilled ahead of Ticketmaster's parent company about the massive breakdown during a sale of Taylor Swift concert tickets in November. CBS has got McFarland. The Justice Department allowed a mega merger between Ticketmaster and ticket giant Live Nation in 2010. The two sources familiar tell CBS News the department has begun an antitrust investigation of Ticketmaster that could lead to the breakup of the company. Documents with classified markings were found at the Indiana home of former Vice President Mike Pence. CBS's Nancy Cordes reports. Publicly, the White House had absolutely no reaction, but behind the scenes, several officials actually expressed relief that Mr. Biden is now not the only former Vice President to discover that he had some classified documents stored in an unsecure area. The Ukraine war moves the doomsday clock to 90 seconds to midnight, closer to Armageddon than it has ever been, according to the Science and Security Board of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. This is CBS News. This winter, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed for recent Omicron variants. Learn more and schedule your updated booster at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. 10.03 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, January 24th, 2023, Roslyn 41, many of us down to the upper 20s later.
Murphy Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A storm system is expected to bring wet snow and rain to areas north and west of the nation's capital tomorrow. Because of that, public schools in West Virginia's Jefferson County will be closed tomorrow. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer tells WTOP areas closer to West Virginia and parts of northern Frederick County in Hagerstown, Maryland, could see up to an inch of wet snow. While the storm system is also expected to impact the D.C. metro, Kammerer says will be driving through rain. I really do think the roads are just going to be wet. I don't think they'll be icy. I don't think there'll be any real problems up there. I know some of the roads have been pre-treated. Even around the D.C. metro area, they've been pre-treated, even though I, I don't think we'll need that at all. I do think, however, up to the north into West Virginia and to parts of western Maryland, pre-treatment is definitely going to help, but also the warmer temperatures. Cameron says temperatures throughout the region are expected to stay above freezing tomorrow. He says 9 a.m. or around there is when he expects this to start to move in, so any concerns about people trying to get to work and school shouldn't be there. Of course, we'll have you covered right here with traffic and weather on the 8th and coverage at WTOP.com. Other news tonight, substance abuse in schools is weighing on the minds of Montgomery County leaders. The issue came to a head yesterday when a couple of students were found passed out drunk in Bethesda Chevy Chase High School. And now a school meeting is set for Monday night. Parents, students, and teachers at BCC will turn their attention to school safety. And Principal Shelton Mooney has sent parents a link to an article about talking to teens about substance abuse. In an email to the school community, the principal revealed that two female students were unconscious in a school bathroom at around 8 o'clock Monday morning. And a security team member said they appeared to be under the influence of alcohol. The students were taken to the hospital by ambulance. Mooney says there's an increase in serious incidents involving alcohol and illegal drugs. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. After a six-year-old student was recently accused of shooting his teacher in Newport News, Virginia, some lawmakers in the state are now calling for stricter rules for how guns are stored in your home. WTOP's Nick Ionelli with that. Children are bringing firearms to schools. It's a bill that would require adults to keep guns in a locked container if anybody under 18 years old is in the home. The main argument from supporters. These are deadly weapons. We're not saying don't own them. We're saying store them responsibly. It passed in a Virginia State Senate committee with Democrats in favor and Republicans against it. Opponents argued. We have teenagers out there that have been raised around firearms. They've been taught to safely handle them. My children had access to my guns. I wanted them to be safe while I was at work. They say there are plenty of cases where teenagers have used guns in order to stop home invasions. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In the wake of that elementary school shooting, the Newport News School Board will vote tomorrow on the departure of its superintendent. An agenda for a special meeting says the board will vote on a separation agreement and severance package for Superintendent George Parker III. The board will also vote on a new interim superintendent. Since the shooting, both parents and teachers have called for Parker's resignation or firing. Parker and the school board chair did not immediately return calls from the Associated Press asking for comment. Republicans in Congress are threatening to block D.C.'s controversial crime bill, which took 16 years to craft. Their opposition is once again giving steam to statehood efforts for the nation's capital. D.C.'s delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton says the revised criminal code is now the subject of conversation in Congress. And there's been some disagreement, not much, but some disagreement on this new criminal code. Among those in opposition is Kentucky Congressman James Comer, who said in a statement the council, quote, wants to go even easier on criminals, which will turn D.C.'s crime crisis into a catastrophe. His office did not provide any specifics to what he opposes in the bill. Maryland Senator Chris Van Hollen. This is another example of why um, D.C. statehood is so important, uh, because it's simply wrong to have members of Congress impose their will. Van Hollen supporting the statehood bill being reintroduced by Delaware Senator Tom Carper. 
Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. After traffic and weather tonight, a new development in the classified document story. Now it's Mike Pence, the former vice president who had some. They've gone to the FBI since. What could it mean going forward? We'll ask Jonathan Lemire of Politico. Stay close to WTOP. This is National Passenger Safety Week, when we remind all passengers to speak up if in a vehicle being driven unsafely. Is the driver impaired, texting or speeding? Are they driving aggressively by tailgating or jumping from lane to lane? Passengers should urge to intervene and speak up. It can save your life and the lives of others in the car and on the road. Visit nationalpassengersafety.org. A message from the National Road Safety Foundation, and we save lives. Julia owed the IRS thousands. I was paralyzed with fear. Then I heard a commercial for Optima Tax Relief. Optima Tax Relief is the leading tax resolution firm, A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and experts in the Fresh Start Initiative. Optima Tax Relief settled my IRS tax bill. Call Optima now for a free consultation. It was amazing. Call 800-354-2840. 800 800-354- Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, 95 southbound near exit 133, Route 17. Believe they're starting to set up a work zone now along the right side of the roadway. So be alert for the work crews out there. Thing is, are a little bit slow on 66 in spots. Westbound approaching the Beltway, you're getting by single file to the left, past the work zone, but then very heavy from 123 out to Route 50, also getting by single file to the left as you move out toward Route 50 on westbound 66. And traffic eastbound on 66 down to a single lane to the right, uh, getting past the Fairfax County Parkway, and again, approaching the Beltway, also getting by single file to the right, past that work zone. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet tonight. Not a lot happening elsewhere. Running well up and down both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on the Maryland side. And also on 270, there are no delays. 50 out to the Bay Bridge also runs without delay. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stennifer. There's a winter weather advisory in effect for Frederick County in Maryland from 7 a.m. until 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Tonight's going to be quiet. We are going to see an increase in cloud cover. Our lows upper 20s to mid-30s. Wet snow and rain developing on Wednesday. They'll change over to all rain fairly quickly. Could be a slushy inch of snow, mainly on the grass across the northern and west suburbs, but temperatures are going to be at or above freezing, so no real travel issues. By late morning, all of us see just a cold rain, and that cold rain will continue Wednesday afternoon. Look for highs in the upper 30s to lower 40s. Partly sunny skies on Thursday, a blustery and a chilly day. Highs will be in the mid to upper 40s. Sunshine lighter winds on Friday, highs mid to upper 40s. Should be a nice weekend. Look for lots of sunshine on Saturday. It'll be warmer. Highs will be in the low to mid 50s. Increasing clouds on Sunday, but still mild. A high in the mid 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinniford. DuPont Circle is at 39, Germantown 35, and Annandale 30. Some parts of our area falling to about 28. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 10-11. Documents with classified markings were found in former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home last week. It's the latest in a string of recoveries of papers meant to be treated with the utmost sensitivity from the homes and offices of current and former U.S. leaders. Pence's lawyer says a small number of documents taken into FBI custody last Thursday were inadvertently boxed and transported to the former vice president's home at the end of the last administration. Political White House Bureau Chief Jonathan Lemire 
was also host of Way Too Early on MSNBC, joined us earlier to talk about who benefits from this news. The four vice president's lawyers found some documents in his home. They did the right thing. They followed protocol. They notified the Department of Justice and the National Archives. This definitely does muddy the waters further, though, in terms of the two previous cases. It sort of takes away a talking point for some Republicans who said that now President Biden was irresponsible because he ended up with classified documents from his time as vice president. Well, now Mike Pence has done exactly the same. And then as a second point, I think it also highlights perhaps the contrast with how Donald Trump has handled this, because both Pence and Biden, as soon as they discovered the documents, turned them over. Trump didn't. And that's the real issue here. And that's why he could face a criminal charge, because he hung on to the documents and it seemingly obstructed efforts to have them returned. Does any of that really factor into how Garland thinks about this? After all, he's the one that's got to make the decision. I think it shouldn't matter in terms of the legal impact. And that's really all that Garland is concerned with. And he has said, and those who know him well, say that he is thoughtful, he's judicious, he's deliberate, and that he will make a decision based on the facts. So I think in terms of the legality, it won't matter whether Garland charges Trump or not. But the politics do get a little more confusing now that we have seen three former uh, members of the the chief executive branch, Biden, Trump, and Pence, all find classified documents in their homes. Uh, These are serious stuff. And one would think that the individuals with the last names Obama, Bush, Cheney, Gore, Quayle, Clinton, they're probably doing their own searches. We started the week with news that Jeff Zients will become the next White House chief of staff as Ron Klain departs. Uh, You've been writing about Zients' reputation. He's a problem solver, including that huge issue a decade ago with healthcare.gov. He fixed that. He is Mr. Fix-It. And yet, uh, is he ready for the onslaught of potential trouble that really he could be facing this year and next? Yeah, his plate will be full. And the White House hasn't officially announced an appointment yet, but it is widely expected that he will take over for outgoing chief of staff Ron Klain soon after the State of the Union, which is early next month. You mentioned how he was Mr. Fix-It with the health care website a decade ago. He also was tapped by President Biden to run the COVID response, the pandemic response early in his administration. And now he comes in with a lot of challenges to take on all at once. The classified documents we've been discussing, of course, the special counsel appointed there, but that's not the only investigation. The Republicans who now control the House of Representatives have announced their intention to have an onslaught of investigations on everything from the Afghanistan withdrawal to the business dealings of the president's son, Biden. There is, of course, the looming debt ceiling potential crisis, that standoff in Congress that will come to a head later this summer. There's the ongoing war in Ukraine, of course, fears of an economic slowdown and hovering over all of it. The president's decision about 2024, he is widely expected to run for re-election, but that's not quite a done deal yet. And we won't know, likely, for at least a few more weeks. Uh, What a great summary there of the next two years or so of this Biden administration. Politico White House Bureau Chief Jonathan Lemire is also host of Way Too Early on MSNBC. We thought that the Capitals might be uh, sleep skating tonight versus sleepwalking, but signs of life for Washington against the avalanche. And Rob will tell us more. When planning out the future for your disabled child who's nearing 18 or for your elderly parents, think long term. Here's Shulman Rogers lawyer Kimberly Skibrokoski to explain why. When I think you have disabled young adults, you always need to think about what happens when you as the parent and now the guardian can't serve anymore because it happens. The same is true on the elderly end and making sure that in a power of attorney or a healthcare power of attorney that they are naming a successor. Learn more about family law and fiduciary litigation services at shulmanrogers.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 10 15. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, Georgetown at long last was a winner. They beat DePaul 81 76. They end their losing streaks of 11 straight on the season and a Big East record. 29 consecutive conference losses. Coach Patrick Ewing sounding like a man who's uh, breathing a sigh of relief. My team worked extremely hard, not only to get this win, but they've been working extremely hard, believing the faith, not giving up, and kept on plugging away. We made some mistakes today, but it wasn't too many mistakes that, that we couldn't or didn't come back from. Primo Spears led the way with 21 points, including four clutch free throws. The Capitals trail the Avalanche in Colorado 2-1 to one as we're in the second period out west. Connor Sheary's unassisted goal just put the Caps on the board a few moments ago. This after the Avs got a couple past their former teammate Darcy Kemper. The new-look Wizards uh, leading the Mavericks in Dallas, or at least they were. Now it's an 86-all tie as we are in the third quarter uh, there in uh, Dallas. Both teams shooting over 54% from the floor. Uh, Luka Doncic doing what he does, 30 points and 11 rebounds already uh, to pace the Mavericks. The uh, Wizards with uh, four players in double figures, led by Bradley Beal's 15 uh, the NBA announcing today a format change to the All-Star Game next month. The team captains will pick their teams in a live televised pregame segment just before the game. So nobody will know the All-Star rosters until that night. The uh, commanders announcing their offensive coordinator interview with Rams assistant Thomas Brown today. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 17 students on the campus of George Washington University can now get emergency contraception pills from a vending machine. Our news partners at NBC4 reports a couple of student leaders surveyed 1,500 students about the machines. They got overwhelmingly positive responses. Not a lot of pushback. The only concern was about discreetness and how we could make sure that students felt that it wasn't a very public way to go and get some type of contraceptive. Student leader Neharika Rao tells NBC4 that's why they put the vending machine in the basement of the student center. She says the effort to get the machine to GW started after Roe v. Wade was overturned last year. The pills currently cost $25, but the student leaders are looking at ways to lower that price. Top stories that we're working on this hour. Former Vice President Mike Pence is the latest leader to have classified documents in his home. California reels from a series of mass shootings with 18 people dead. We'll tell you what we know, if anything, so far about a possible motive. The recent Ticketmaster blow-up over Taylor Swift tickets tackled on Capitol Hill today. Senators are calling the ticket industry a monopoly. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, the work crews are back in Maryland on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound near 175. Single left lane is getting by again tonight. Uh, for the most part, though, on the BW Parkway, you're moving quite well despite that one work zone. 95 is without delay both ways. And 70 eastbound near Mount Airy, single right lane gets by once again past that work zone. Things are running pretty well up and down 270 on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. And around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet. In Virginia, on 66 westbound at the Beltway, single left lane is getting by the work zone. And then from 123, very slow getting out to Route 50, single left lane gets by the road work there. And eastbound 66, single right lane is getting by near Fairfax County Parkway and again before the Beltway. On 95 southbound, near exit 133 in Falmouth. They are setting up a work zone there, so be alert for the work crews headed toward Falmouth and Fredericksburg on 95 south. 
Ready, set, goal. Join the YMCA today with a zero enrollment fee and achieve your wellness goals in the new year. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. There's a winter weather advisory effect for Frederick County in Maryland. That goes from 7 a.m. until 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Tonight we are going to see an increase in cloud cover as a storm system comes our way. Our lows will be in the upper 20s to mid-30s. Some wet snow and rain developing on Wednesday. Generally just a cold rain across the immediate metro area and the southern suburbs. Northern and western suburbs, you may see a period of wet snow, but temperatures are going to be at or above freezing, so no real travel issues. Could be a slushy accumulation of an inch or less on the grass. By late morning, all of us will see just a cold rain, and that cold rain will continue Wednesday afternoon. Highs upper 30s to lower 40s. Partly sunny skies, blustery and chilly on Thursday. Highs mid upper 40s. Sunshine on Friday with highs in the mid to upper 40s. Sunny skies warmer on Saturday. Highs low to mid 50s. Increasing clouds on Sunday. Highs mid 50s. I'm Storm Team for meteorologist Mike Stinnefer. Chantilly 31, Penn Quarter 39, Columbia is at 40 degrees. Some of us falling well below freezing to about 28 overnight. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. What's the latest university to have banned TikTok? That's ahead on WTOP. Hey, welcome to 2023. If your New Year's resolution was to save money, you can be a better and smarter shopper at Diamonds Direct. Hey, it's Jack Taylor, and you get more value every day at Diamonds Direct. As value becomes more important than ever, rest assured that Diamonds Direct's unique status in the world's market of jewelry, Diamonds Direct guarantees you the best, no middleman, direct importer price, period. Over 25 years ago, Diamonds Direct was actually started by diamond cutters with a commitment to cut out the middleman and deliver with extreme value exquisite diamonds. They really did revolutionize the jewelry business. You get unbeatable selection, transparent education, a luxurious shopping experience, superior customer service, no compromises. It's an advantage other jewelry stores only dream of. You can't get any closer to the source. Diamonds Direct, they are the real deal. When it comes to value, they're untouchable. Get showroom hours, directions, and learn more at DiamondsDirect.com. On the way, the Adnan Syed case made national news after it was featured on the Serial podcast. Now a new court filing. It's making accusations against prosecutors and a judge in Baltimore. Details ahead. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed using usability studies, and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW-1. That's 877-WEBNOW-1. This is WTOP News. 1022, a new court filing in the appeal to restore Adnan Syed's conviction, stemming from the 1999 killing of Haymin Lee, accuses Baltimore prosecutors and a city judge of violating open court proceedings. The Baltimore Sun reports that Lee's family says the prosecutors and judge met behind closed doors 
to, in their words, choreograph the hearing where Syed's conviction was overturned. He spent 23 years in prison for the killing of Lee. His murder case was put under the national spotlight in the hit podcast Serial. Charges against him were dropped last fall after additional DNA testing excluded him as a suspect. Lee's family wants the charges reinstated. Oral arguments in the appeal begin next month. A familiar name around here when it comes to buses, rail, transportation in general. Now he's been nominated to serve as Maryland's next transportation secretary. After retiring from WMATA last year, former Metro General Manager Paul Wiedefeld has now been nominated to be Maryland's next transportation secretary. Maryland Governor Wes Moore making the announcement. As a leader in the transportation sector, Paul has proven to be a thoughtful and decisive leader. Wiedefeld says he looks forward to helping the governor meet the goals of a transportation department that emphasizes social equity, environmental protection, and sustainable communities. Thank you again for the opportunity. We have a lot of work to do. So let's go. Before Metro, Wiedefeld ran BWI Marshall Airport. If approved by the Senate for the role, the secretary job also comes with a spot on Metro's board. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Getting and keeping Metro running reliably and safely takes maintenance. So now Metro wants you to know about some work that actually won't start until the summer. Their major projects, including station roofing on the Orange Line and replacing 30 miles of steel rail that are most susceptible to breakage. To do that work, Metro says it'll require some major service disruptions, a 23-day shutdown on parts of the Orange and Silver Lines from Ballston to McLean and Vienna for most of June and a 44-day shutdown of the Green Line north of Fort Totten from West Hyattsville to Greenbelt from the end of July to Labor Day. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. We've got another university banning TikTok. The University of Wisconsin says it's forbidding use of the social media and video sharing app on school-owned devices. It's because of concerns with the Chinese-owned app security. Critics say the Chinese government could access your data. Other universities, such as Auburn, Georgia, and Iowa, have banned the app on school devices in recent weeks. Several state governments and the federal government have done the same on government-issued technology. 1025. Money News 25 and 55. We're going to Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. CBS and Walgreens have been worried about this, and now Amazon's done it. It started a subscription service to let Prime members buy generic versions of as many prescription drugs as they need for a flat $5 a month fee. RX Pass will offer generic versions of medicines that treat about 80 common conditions, but you would have to be a part of Amazon's $139 a year Prime service to take part. Amazon is getting something of a boost from Microsoft because Microsoft's strong cloud division, where sales jumped by more than a third last quarter, helped the company turn a better-than-expected profit. And that's even while demand for personal computer and corporate software weakened. Investors sent Microsoft and cloud competitors Amazon and Google higher after the bell. On Wall Street, the moves were small in both directions. The Dow rose about a third of a percent, 104 points. The Nasdaq and S&P lost a tenth to about a quarter percent. The Nasdaq down 30 the S&P 3. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Some Asian markets are still closed for Lunar New Year holidays and celebrations, but we've got Australia open, and right now the ASX 200 is up a fraction of a percent. Tokyo stocks are up a fraction of a percent. Coming up after traffic and weather, the latest on the discovery of classified documents in former Vice President Mike Pence's home, and then... Frustrated by online efforts to get concert tickets? A Senate hearing has zeroed in on that issue. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Stay with us at 1027. Do you have a heating and air emergency? If so, you need HAC 9